Good morning, and happy Mother's Day to all. Today is a very special day in the way that every fourth Sunday of Easter, the church gives us to meditate upon Jesus as the Good Shepherd. The image of a Good Shepherd, an image that drives us to know who we are and who God is to us. But also, as we celebrate Mother's Day, we also want to thank God, first of all, for the new blessings He gives us every day. When you woke up this morning, did you feel that God is blessing you with a new day? He says, I'm giving you a new day with my blessings. Maybe we just woke up as usual, took it for granted. But each morning when you wake up, God is telling us, I'm giving you a new day. This is how much I love you. These are my blessings. So as we celebrate that, thanking God for that, we also thank Him for the many mothers in our, li- in our lives. I called my mom last night to wish her happy Mother's Day. She told me, don't just call me, go do something good. I said, okay, I will. But as we come to celebrate today, what comes to your image? What comes to remind you who your mother is? Now, I don't know how your relationship is with your mother or how it was with your mother. The one thing I know that all of us seated right here, we have someone we call a mother. Maybe some of us, our mothers have passed on now with God and they're watching us from above. Maybe some of our mothers are not here with us or maybe she's next to you. But in all this, what we see, we see God's comprehensive love through them. That there is nothing that can replace a mother's love. We know that nothing can ever replace a mother's love. As a child, I know my mom had seven kids, four and three. God bless us all. But we knew that all of us knew that I was her favorite. So there was an article I was reading yesterday in the papers asking if parents have favorite children, and I would say, yes, they do. Some, some parents say, oh, no, we love all our children the same. It's not. There is always a favorite one. So I knew that I was a favorite of my mom, and everyone knew that. If anyone is going to do something wrong and get away with it, it would be me. So one time, I decided to go to play soccer around footballs. We call it soccer there. He killed soccer here. And when I was playing, I decided to leave my shoes inside the house. So I was playing around, then I, as I was running, I stepped on a broken glass. It shattered my feet, and I began crying. But then we had a maid in the house. She came and looked at my wound, tried to take me to the clinic. I refused because I was waiting for my mom to come and take care of me. She came back home, she asked, where is Martin? Saying she's in the bedroom, is in the bedroom crying. What happened? Tell her the whole story. She comes, unwraps the wound, looks at it, and she asked me, do you have a brain? <laughs> I said, yes, I do. Said, if you had one, you'd have known that your father has a clinic across the road. And she walked out of my room. Then I, then I was crying, I went to the clinic, my dad took care of my wound, I came back home, and there is brick, almost like everything I need, 
milk, eggs to, for me to eat when I come back from that. Say, wow. So, but what, what that reminded me, there was always what you know that mothers love you, but there's also what they call it tough love. Sometimes we see, I think these days we're compromising the toll. Mothers don't like to give the tough love. Sometimes it's what those moments that really teach us what life is all about. So now, whatever your relationship have with your mother, I don't know. But one thing I know, God first blessed you through your mother. So even if you're not in good terms today, God first blessed you through your mother. And if she's still alive, God is still blessing you through her. So I'm going to ask you, if you have a relationship that is not good with your mother, go and kiss up. Go and make terms with your mother. It's always for us human beings, our pride gets into our way. But what's important, to be right or to have love? God is telling us that love is better than being right. So if you have a relationship with your mother that's not good, I'm asking you, today is the day. Make that surprise phone call. Make send that surprise text. And then ask God to mend your hearts. So think about our mothers. Jesus also asking us, let us look at our mothers as the good shepherd in the gospel. Jesus is standing in the sides of the temple, walking by in the eastern side of the gate. It's around December, it's winter time. So then the Jews are asking themselves, is he the Messiah or not? Now they approach him and ask him, if you're the Messiah, please tell us, are you the Messiah? And Jesus says, I am the good shepherd. Now those who knew their tradition and the scripture, they knew what that meant. Because the term good shepherd was used to refer to God, to Yahweh, as the good shepherd. And then the few leaders like David that God had called to be shepherds. So when he says, I am the good shepherd, he's referring to this rich Old Testament tradition. Like in Jeremiah, Isaiah, there's all these texts about the good shepherd. Think of Psalm 23. The Lord is my shepherd and there's nothing I shall want. He's telling them, I am the good shepherd. But then he goes on and says, my sheep hear my voice and they know me. So if we think we belong to Christ, the question is, in the ocean of so many voices around us, do we identify the voice of Christ and says, that is Jesus calling me. That is Jesus speaking to me this morning. He says, I am the good shepherd. My sheep hear my voice. Then he goes on to say, and no one can take them away from me. No one. So some of, some of the situations we go through maybe may crush us. But as that simple says, we may be crushed but not dead. So Jesus is reminding us that as the shepherd, let's listen to his voice. And so he will lead us where he wants us to be. So on this day, we also pray for our vocations. Now, there are so many vocations we have. Priesthood, religious life, consecrated life, single life, and married life. 
Every life you're living is your call God has given you. The question is, how faithful are you to that calling? How faithful are you to God's voice telling you, I am the good shepherd, and I've called you to live this life in love. So at times, we take a step back and ask ourselves, am I really living what God is calling me to do? Maybe sometimes the life we're living in, sometimes we start complaining about it. Oh, I hate this life. I've seen some priests telling me, I hate being a priest. I tell them, I love being a priest. So how are you seeing your calling? Has it become a burden? Has it lost the love it had? The reason why you joined that life, God called to that life to embrace it. What has gone wrong? It's very easy to lose the energy out of our love, our callings. But God reminds us, come back to me and I'll lead you to the flesh waters of your vocation. So we pray for ourselves today, asking God that as we celebrate this special day, let us remember, looking through the eyes of Mother Mary as the mother of mothers, we ask him to bless us and help us to live a faithful life to the vocations and the calling he has given us. The Lord be with you.